You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. One of the fun things we get to do on The Coffee Hour is introduce new people who are at the LCMS International Center, even though we haven't actually been going into the office for a while because of COVID, but I we do have to get there. <laughs> I, I may also have forgotten, <laughs> but we do have new colleagues and we uh, like to introduce them. So when we bring them back for more interviews on the coffee hour, you have an idea of who they are. And today we get to introduce you to the Reverend Dr. Rick Serena, who is the a new associate executive director of the Commission on Theology and Church Relations or CTCR, as we like to call it. Uh, and he's replacing the Reverend Dr. Larry Vogel, who retired in January and who we've had many wonderful conversations with. So, uh, Pastor Serena, thank you so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you, Sarah and Andy, for having me. And thank you for presuming that you will actually bring me back. That's encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> we say that now, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Pastor Serena, tell us a little bit about you, your family, uh, and, and your background in, in your Lutheran vocations. Sure, yeah. Uh, we recently relocated from uh, northern New Jersey, where I was a parish pastor for uh, um, just uh, about five and a half years or so, uh, a small parish uh, there. Uh, my wife uh, is a registered nurse, Christina, and we have uh, five small children, uh, 12 all the way down to one. Uh, uh, we uh, really enjoyed uh, northern New Jersey, enjoyed parish ministry there, got involved in a number of different things, taught a number of different places, uh, but then received this call uh, in the middle of, of, uh, of, of, uh, of a pandemic, which is always a wonderful time to consider uh, a call <laughs> and to relocate. Uh, actually, in May, uh, we relocated uh, here to the Green Park area in uh, the end of July, I guess, 1st of August, and again, very shortly thereafter. So as you were considering the the call to serve on the CTCR, uh, were you familiar with the work of the CTR? I mean, I, certainly every pastor in the synod has an idea of what the CTCR does, but um, how how much did you know about the the work that this position would entail? More more than I wish I did, uh, because I was actually on the commission at the time as the uh, an appointee of the Council of Presidents, which which to be quite frank with you was uh, was 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 exceptionally exciting. Uh, 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 I may be in the minority, but as a pastor, uh, I, I very much appreciated the work of the CTCR. Followed it really really from my seminary days forward, and and considered it if if one if one can have an aspiration, it would have. Uh, vocationally, or not even vocationally, but but personally, uh, uh, it was to be 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 a part of the CTCR at some point in time. So I was overjoyed at my uh, at my appointment by the Council of Presidents last fall, uh, and so that 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 not only. Uh, enabled me to 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 become familiarized with the CTCR on a more intimate level but also exposed me to a lot of the of the people I'd be working with ultimately so in that sense it's really been a a fairly seamless transition all things considered so for the folks who aren't familiar with the work of the CTCR um, they haven't read the the handy little documents that uh, help us understand certain uh, theological issues uh, what is the the work of the CTR, and what are you doing? What are you going? What, what do you think you will be doing as the CTCR in the future? Sure, yeah, you know the uh, probably the easiest way to explain it is 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 it's kind of broken down into three three silos. You, you might say. 
Uh, uh, one deals with uh, theology proper, uh, you know, for instance, the kinds of things that we're, we're wrestling with uh, right now relate to uh, questions of human sexuality and how we as Christians understand that and present that, uh, uh, sticky theological topics like the order of creation, uh, trying to find a way to explain those in a way that's useful and helpful uh, for the denomination. Uh, we deal with a lot of uh, church-related, or ch- I'm sorry, forgive me, uh, church relations sorts of things, uh, 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 fellowship conversations with churches across the globe, uh, internal church relations. That is how we how we relate to one another on on, on points of controversy, uh, addressing those. And then we also deal with a, a lot of issues related to church and society. And that's probably probably the more pressing one nowadays. We're 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 tackling things such as end of life issues, beginning of life issues, uh, 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 things along those lines. That uh, that that that's probably where we get the majority of our questions uh, about or uh, uh, the issues related to that. That that, that folks are struggling with uh, not only uh, uh, not only the parish pastor, but 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 the lady out there in the world hearing what they're hearing socially and and really needing some some theological reflection upon that from us. So you mentioned making this transition in the middle of, of the global pandemic. Has has the, the COVID pandemic affected um, the work that the CTCR is doing right now? You know, it's it's kind of a, a strange dynamic as, as we're all realizing the, uh, the that which is customary and familiar uh, has has uh, has abandoned us. Uh, but we're, we're we're a creative, adaptable people, right? So uh, so the Zoom meeting has become has become sort of the lingua franca for, for, for all of us. That's just kind of how we operate nowadays. Uh, and that's what the commission has had to do. Uh, we've had to resort to our, our quarterly Zoom meetings. We have not met in person since last February, like everyone else. Uh, and uh, that's that, of course, has its drawbacks when you're, when you're dealing with, uh, with highly technical uh, potentially controversial theological issues. Uh, what you most want to do is look look somebody in the eye and, and be able to talk with them about it, uh, uh, see their reactions, uh, uh, explain yourselves clearly, ask good questions, and and, and really uh, that's been inhibited to a great degree. But but I guess the the great thing that we've learned is because of uh, of, uh, of things like Zoom technologies, you were able to to meet more frequently than, than you could in the past, and and to some degree you you are able to be productive in spite of the fact that you can't do it maybe in the way you you, you wish you could. So it it's not what I would I would uh, it's not what I would encourage uh, in terms of theological conversation, but mm-hmm. uh, in the absence of something better, we're making it work like everybody else is. What are you looking forward to most about serving in this capacity on CTCR? Uh, having people in the building. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the thing that I've, I, I, I would say probably one of the reasons that I, I most appreciated the CTCR uh, and, and what makes it kind of so distinct, there really aren't many parallels uh, in, in other denominations to, to what we do here. Matter of fact, I, I've been doing some historical work on the background of the CTCR. And, and one of the questions I've been asking is, is, is where the idea even came from? And, and, and nobody, nobody really knows. So whatever the, the, the origin of it is, what, what makes it so unique and so distinct is, is how collaborative it is. Uh, it's not an individual theologian going to his office, uh, reading uh, and writing uh, by himself. Uh, it's it's really 
essentially 20 of us plus three staff members sitting around tables and, and having to engage one another, uh, having to having to prod one another, uh, uh, having to ask good questions and, and articulate ourselves clearly, and, and also sometimes having to swallow our pride and realize uh, we are not on the winning side, e- even though we'd, we'd like to be on a, on a particular issue. Uh, and, and that's that that's a it's a humbling thing, but also it's a very encouraging thing because you realize that 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 the confession of the Christian faith is is far bigger than what Rick Serena thinks it is. Uh, and mm-hmm. and uh, and as an individual, I I can learn from other people, and, and I'm at my best when I when I sometimes just shut up and and, and allow uh, allow myself to learn from other people. And and I think that's that's what makes the CTCR so unique is bringing that group of people together, forcing them to hash out these issues, uh, not as a representation of what they think or what they want, but rather as a representation of, of ultimately not only this commission, but, but what it represents on behalf of the Missouri Synod. You mentioned that, that being part of the CTCR was uh, something that you were really wanting to do and looking forward to doing uh, as part of your career. Why, why is this work important for you uh, in your vocations? Yeah, well, you know, I think what is so unique about the Missouri Synod, what is so unique about Lutheranism is its, its theological confessional heritage. Uh, you, you have such a rich, rich tradition of, of thinking, of praying, of singing in accordance with what the Holy Scriptures have to say. Uh, uh, that's that's what, what led me to want to be a parish pastor. Uh, that's what what drove my own parish ministry. Uh, that's what compelled me to seek you know, graduate work in historical theology and to and to and and to publish in in, in that particular area. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, that confessional heritage, that theological heritage, heritage drawn from the scriptures, clearly presented in the Lutheran confessions and really reflected in what we have done as a denomination uh, from from our inception. Uh, that is something worth taking seriously. Uh, and uh, and as a as a as a commission itself, uh, we are we are privileged with uh, with the opportunity to to clarify that uh, to bring that to address a whole host of difficult, sticky, contemporary issues uh, that are confronting us. Uh, and, and it's impossible not to get excited about about the significance of the material you're actually dealing with and the benefit it may have for for the for the parish pastor preaching to his flock, uh, to the to the layperson who who wants a clear, honest, uh, a biblical answer to a pressing question, or, or even when you come to a synodical convention and and you see these resolutions coming to the floor that are uh, that are that 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 have been uh, aided by the work of the CTCR, seeing the the convention commend those and realizing that this is this is helping us as a denomination, individual Christians, articulate their faith clearly, uh, persuasively, and, and hopefully winsomely. Do you have an area of uh, research or theology that? you really just love? I mean, is, is there something in your work on the CTCR in your, your previous capacity or your new capacity where you just get lost in your work? Um, responding to emails. <laughs> I would say that's probably my area of strength. You know, my, my graduate work was in uh, was in uh, church history, historical theology, uh, uh, Reformation studies, uh, late Middle Ages, and, and and I found so many connections made from that that I find exceptionally useful. Uh, but but with respect to where we are now as a denomination, it's really learning how to engage other Christian traditions, understand them, and articulate ourselves uh, clearly to them. 
uh, especially on the questions like uh, like the church and and the office of the ministry. Uh, uh, those are those I find are, are very pressing issues for us uh, and and uh, very compelling ones where I think we have something to articulate and also something to learn at times. So so that's probably where I personally focus uh, my attention. But but really, I just do what my boss tells me to do. <laughs> And this isn't a fair question. It's like ask, asking a church organist what's their favorite hymn. Oh no! What's your favorite CTCR document? Oh, that is that is. Uh, what, what what does one say in response to that? Well, it's what I would say about my children, right? All of them. All of them. I, actually, I, I do have an answer for that. It is uh, uh, the the 2011 uh, statement on theological dialogue with other with other uh, uh, church bodies. Uh, I find that to be one of the most concise and useful explanations of of of, uh, of what we have to contribute to discussion with other churches and also what we have to gain from it. Good answer to that question. <laughs> Where can we find all of these CTCR documents for everyone who is going to want to go read them now? Sure. Well, and, and how could you not want to after that uh, that thrilling uh, presentation <laughs> of of, uh, of our material? Yeah, the uh, the the. The place where everything is housed is on the lcms.org uh, website uh, under uh, Commission on Theology and Church Relations. The documents are categorized according to a, a whole host of uh, uh, of different uh, different topics, uh, subcategorized under uh, under that. And uh, and if you ever have any questions, you can always reach me at uh, rick.serena at lcms.org, and I can direct you to uh, to any any questions that you may have and documents that may address those. Look forward to reading all of those. The Reverend Dr. I'm Rick sure Serena, Associate Executive Director of the Commission on Theology and Church Relations. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Coffee Hour. Thank you for having me. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.